Joining us on the line is Dennis Schroeder making his weekly appearance on the Raptor Show. What's going on, Dennis? Congrats on the win, man. That was a big one last night. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it was a big-time win yesterday. Yeah. Uh, okay, I want to start with the the last play. Darko calls timeout. You guys are down one, and he's got to drop something good uh, to obviously get you guys um, up ahead. And, and the play was for Scotty to get the ball in the post, uh, a little fake handoff to Pascal. The the defense bites, and he gets downhill for the dunk. Take us into that timeout. Uh, what's Darko like in that huddle, and um, what are you guys thinking about and preparing about uh, for that final play? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a timeout. You know, coach did a great job of drawing, uh, drawing up the play um, and everybody, you know, listening because it was intense. You know, we went back and forth a little bit in the game. And, um, I mean, Darko did a great job just putting people in the right places. And, um, I mean, Scotty, you know, finished it off uh, with the end one. And, um, I mean, that was just, a, you know, a, a team effort we did yesterday. Um Great moving the ball, just everybody just um, staying locked in. And, um, yeah, we needed that one. So, obviously, that, you know, the, the high elbow DHOs are something you guys are doing more of. In this case, Indy kind of bites. Two guys go to the middle thinking Pascal's going to get the ball on the handoff. And that's what gives Scotty the, the lane to kind of go right. Um, when Pascal is having a game like that, or any teammate is having a game like that, um, what is it like to play off of that? Like, like Pascal's drawing two in the post every time, or, or back when you were playing with LeBron, you know, what his post-ups would do to a defense. How, how does it, you know, change what you're doing? And just what is it like to play with someone who has it going to that degree? I mean, it's always great. You know, the attention is uh, to that player. But uh, I may, I think it makes everybody else, you know, um, have to make a decision or, you know, have to create for others or be aggressive. Because, I mean, when Pascal Siakam got it in the post and he got it going like that, people was going to bite, you know, and um, coming from the top, it's going to be two guys on him. And then it's going to be one guy, you know, open in the corner or, you know, on the 45. So I think we did a great job of just um, keep moving it. And, um, you know, he didn't force anything. He was just, you know, aggressive in the system. Um, did a great job of pushing the ball as well and um, got transition uh, layups. And um, I think that's it's going to be really tough to, you know, to beat us if we play in that way. Yeah. Well, I, I actually looked at the numbers because, as you mentioned, one of those exact sequences in the fourth quarter happened. Pascal was posting. The help came from the top. That was your man. And he kicked it out to you for the three. I think that was after mm -hmm. the Pacers went up seven. And then another play where Pascal drove, um, the help came off of OG in the corner. He kicked it to OG for the three as well. So I looked it up. Um, you have 22 assists to Pascal in the season. That's the second most to any other player. Number one is Jakob, obviously. You and Jakob in the pick and roll. Mm -hmm. You got 23 assists to Jakob. Uh, and in terms of players who has assisted you, uh, Pascal has assisted you 16 times. The next closest player who has assisted you uh, the most is eight from Scotty. So you and Pascal clearly have like a nice little two-man thing going on right now. Have you guys had conversations between the two of you in terms of like, hey, you know, I, I like the ball here. You know, when you go here, I'm going to be here. You know, like what are those conversations like? Because it's clearly working in terms of the assist back and forth between you two. Yeah, I mean, it makes my job easy, you know, if we're kicking the ball ahead and people are just aggressive in the open, open court and transition. Um, getting stops, and then, you know, I want to do the same thing to OG as well. I talked to him yesterday. Just uh, when we get a stop, just pass it ahead, and it's mm -hmm. going to be tough to 
got those guys, you know, OG, Scotty, um, and Pascal in the open court one-on-one. It's, uh, it's either a foul or, you know, a bucket. So, I mean, uh, me and Pascal, you know, have been talking about it, try to get, you know, everybody on the same page. And then when he got it in the post um, and I'm ready to shoot the ball, you know, or drive it, when once he kicks it out, um, I just got to be ready and make the right decision. And, I mean, I put so much, you know, work into my shot um, that I'm trusting it, and um, I just uh, got to keep shooting it. On the other side of that game last night, uh, obviously it was a high-scoring one. Tyrese Halliburton put up some real big numbers. I, I thought, you know, you guys and OG especially did a pretty good job trying to slow him down, but he is on uh, a pretty high level right now. What have you seen from Halliburton's growth, and, you know, how tough was that for you guys defensively last night? I mean, they still lost. We got yeah. the job done, but he is, uh, he's, no, but he's, uh, one hell of a player, man. I mean, I played him in the, in the summer as well. Um, he didn't do that, that same, <laughs> you know, he's not, he's not that type of player when he plays with Indiana. Indiana, he's just on a different level and he's just, you know, um, wanting to show there, you know, uh, just having fun. You can tell like he, he's smiling, you know, and he like have a good pass or he, I mean, he's the he's the engine for them and the head of the snake, and he's doing a great job. And you know, he's uh, up there in the conversations for for you know MVP right now because I mean, he's he's playing like it. And um, I mean, it's always happy to see you know young guys uh, coming into this league and have a, such an impact like that. It's um, it's always great. And he's um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be um, a great player in this league and uh, a superstar in this league for sure. Yeah, Dennis, I guess I didn't appreciate the fact that, yeah, you guys did beat them, uh, obviously, as part of uh, your run to the World Cup. I think that was the semifinals, right? And then you guys went on to beat uh, Serbia in the final as and well. And then someone else beat USA in the in the bronze medal game, too. Oh, uh, yeah, it was Canada. I, I, I think I heard about that one. I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> Cordy Herbert might have also played a role uh, in that team once upon a time. Um, actually, I was going to ask you, too, because I, I saw a lot of people point this out on Twitter. After the final shot went up, uh, I think Buddy Heald shot it from like 40. It was open, but, you know, it's still pretty far out. Shot misses. You guys got the rebound. Raptors win. And somebody pointed out that you turned around and, and, and looked at Tyrese. Gave him a little point. So we, we got we got to follow yeah. up. What happened there? Was was there like I talking mean, back and uh, forth? What happened? Yeah, it was a little, you know, competitive uh, like the, the game is. You know, uh, you get emotional, uh, competitive, uh, a lot of edgy, you know, plays. And... Um, I mean, me and him going back and forth, you know, uh, since I think two years when he got to Indiana. Um, we had oh. a game there with the Lakers and, uh, you know, he was competing. Uh, people was talking smack, you know, going back and forth. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's a two-way street, though, you know, don't get me wrong. But, uh, I mean, it's always the competitive spirit in me and in him. And um, uh, he was talking when there was up as well. And uh, I had to talk back when we got the win finally. So, um that's that's about it. Just being competitive and everybody just enjoying uh, being out there and um, be compete competing. You know, for a win. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I gotta I gotta ask you another follow up then because um, not about Tyrese, just in general. What what's your process for trash talk? Like, does someone have to talk to you first before you respond? Yeah. 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 I'm. Uh, I mean, for me, it's, I'm a compete. You know, on the highest level, try to you know beat the the point guard who I'm playing against, uh, try to, you know, outplay him. Um, but 
I mean, at the end of the day, I I I remember when I got to the league, you know, and, and back in the day it was now the league got a little bit, you know, not softer, but like a little bit more sensitive about, you know, talking. Um, I seen, I think, Giannis dunking on somebody and he just, you know, was flexing like he always do and mm. got a technical and got kicked out for that. So, yeah. I mean, back in the day, it was never like that. But um, at the end of the day, if um, people are talking to me, I'm I'm not, never going back down. And um, I love it when people talk to me because I'm a, you know, talk back and then um, it's going to be competitive the rest of the game. So uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, you, you said... Um... Your your vet back in the day was was, was Jeff Teague, right? Just just yeah, just listening yeah. to the podcast, I'm sure he <laughs> there was a lot of trash talk, even in practices. <laughs> no, and stuff, you but know? he 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 was never like that though. Oh, I gotta okay. say, like right. I mean, he uh, now that he is not a basketball player no more, he opens up, you know, yeah, like he you. he's he's telling stories. Um, but I mean, trash talking sometimes here and there when you know somebody talks to him or talk to him. Um, but he was not like a trash talker going out there and just talk smack like Pat Bath right now, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. got you. He he was not the type of he was not that type of player. Yeah. Do you? I I know you and Jakob have said you sometimes communicate in German. Do you trash talk in German sometimes too? <laughs> and and another player looks at you and like doesn't knows you're trash talking but doesn't know what you're saying. Uh, we had a situation yesterday. T.J. McConnell, you know, I was talking to him. <laughs> I was talking to uh, to. Yak uh, in German, but he tried to listen. Like he couldn't understand it, and he looked around. He was like, <laughs> "There was a funny moment," and then uh, we scored out of it too. So um, that was uh, pretty, pretty impressive and pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it's always great, you know, that you can communicate without people knowing. And um, I think uh, we use it as our, you know, advantage for sure. Yeah. Um... All right, we want to move away a little bit just from the games. Um, hey, I want to let you know. So I, I called Coach. I called Levo Kalin. I called him yesterday. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. He was... Uh, nice, okay. I texted him. It was like 10 p.m. over there. I know he's in like his 70s almost, but he's like, anytime yeah. for Dennis, man. Any questions you got about for Dennis. Sure. So I called him just to get a little bit more background about your story, and he had a lot of great things to say. Um, mm. But I think one thing he pointed out to me was it's really important if... Having, as someone who coached you, obviously, from the, a very young age, he told me it's very important if you want to get the best out of Dennis, you need to empower Dennis, and you need to make him feel really involved and make him not the leader, not the go-to guy, but really, really involved in whatever project, whatever team. And I'm thinking about what you did with Germany this past summer and then what you did or what you're doing with the Raptors right now. Um, can you speak to that idea that your coach was talking about, how much, you know, it changes a player's game when you really put the trust and, and keep them involved. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the reason why Mel uh, Malachi is playing great <laughs> right now in this role because I think Coach doing a great job of just telling him, listen, like we want you to run the team when you get in there, be aggressive, you know, just don't think about anything. And if you have that trust, you know, from your starting PG or from Scotty or from Pascal Siakam and your coach. You're just going out there and play, you know. And um, I think with the national team, I got, you know, like freedom um, to do whatever. But I'm still, the, you know, like one of the hardest working guys out there. And um, I mean, coach is right um, because Coach Darko, he gives me 
um, he gives me freedom and he tells me, yo, you got to be aggressive. I want you to be, you know, the, the Germany, Dennis. But at the end of the day, we got so much talent in this room as well or in the in the locker room that I want to, you know, um, make sure we involve everybody and um, we play in team basketball. And um, we still figuring it out. I mean, it's 13 games in, I believe. And um, we uh, game by game, we're going to be better. And um, I think we just... Got to keep, you know, keep getting better every single day, every single practice, every single game. And then um, we, we're going to be uh, really good and hard to stop. Yeah. Um, That's a great point about Malachi, man. Happy for Malachi yesterday. You got the, you got the chain as well, you know? Sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. think Malachi got the, the chain game, before man. you got the chain, by the way. I ain't got no chain yet, but yeah. I mean, I'm always happy for, you know, uh, people who are stepping up. I think Mel... He did a great job just coming in, hitting two threes, yeah. then the floater, I believe. Um, I mean, he he changed the game for us because we was down, you know, uh, when I got out. And then I think we got the lead um, uh, when he got in. So uh, really happy to see it. And I told him he got to, you know, keep stacking those games and uh, keep helping us. And if the bench is, you know, um, always helping us getting the lead or keeping the lead, um, it's going to be really, really hard to stop us. Yeah, we even saw more and more of what Malachi and, and playing alongside you in those two point guard lineups. We saw Darko yeah. put in Malachi into the game for his defense as well. Uh, that's yeah. all great to see. And, and his swagger does look different, man. I got to tell you, like we, we've seen Malachi's whole man. career. You know, he, he's yeah, been kind of yeah, low yeah, on yeah. confidence, but this year it's different, even the way he was posing with the chain. The other question I want to ask you <laughs> from this conversation yeah. with Lee Vu is uh, – he, he said, you know, um, you, you were very emotional uh, towards teammates growing up. You always wanted to win. It always came from a place of competitiveness, but you were never afraid to confront guys um, on, and, and be the leader on the team and, and sort of put them in positions and challenge them to, to be better. So I want to ask you, A, are you still the same way? Is, is that still the same emotion? Or have you found a different way to, to channel that with, with, your, with your players now, obviously, you know, being 30 and 10 years in the league now? If you if you if you've seen the the national uh, against mm. Slovenia and I got into it with Daniel Tice uh, yeah. and the coach, of course I'm gonna keep people accountable. Um, but I wouldn't keep people accountable if I wouldn't you know try to do my best every single night. And I mean I I'm gonna raise my voice if I think somebody is not you know um, doing their best or they can do better. I'm gonna try to empower them to give them more you know power and more energy to come out and say okay i got i got you guys you know and um i wish when i ever you know do that or in that situation that people come into me because i think it's um it's always a two-way street it's always you know for us getting better uh, get, getting better as a team and seeing the you know the bigger picture and i think when mel you know mel came one time to me in the game he was like yo be aggressive you know like and I mean, I want everybody, you know, the last man to the best person come and say, oh, listen, I need you to be better. I need you to do this, you know, and it's better for us as a team. I think people keep keep people accountable as a, a whole group um, is great. And um, I didn't see that too much in the NBA. And if we do that, I think we can, you know, reach a lot of things. Yeah, I, I like your point, too, because you, you will talk to everybody on the team. Like, I think last play of the first half yesterday, um, you guys gave up a corner three. I think Miles Turner got a corner three to, to end the first half. And I think yeah. you had a chat with, with Scotty just about that exact play at the very end there. 
um, in terms of the rotations yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So you will talk to everybody, you know, and that's how you keep people accountable. You can't treat the 15th man different the way you treat from the top guy or the second guy, you know, so, yeah. And, yeah, I, I believe in that. And I think uh, Coach Darko, I, took, I mean, I had so many talks with him as well. He believes in it too. And, I mean, I think that's the reason why Toronto got me as well, you know, and uh, they try to change the system a little bit got the right coach for it, you know, and um, I'm a team player um, and try to bring everybody together. And, uh, of course, with that summer, what we had as a team uh, was amazing. And um, we just try to build, you know, uh, more here in Toronto. All right. Uh, we got to get you out. But two more questions uh, just on watching your vlog. If everyone hasn't seen already on YouTube, uh, make sure you go watch Dennis's vlogs. Make sure you watch your wife's vlogs, too. Joel's vlogs, yeah, man. Like, yeah. nothing happens in your life without it happening on the vlog, apparently. Uh, Joel is right now recording as well. Like, <laughs> y'all guys can't see him, but he's recording right Oh, there. yeah? What's up, guys? <laughs> hey, uh, like, comment, and subscribe, all right? Okay. Uh, one thing. So, from last week's vlog, maybe, uh, Alfonso Davies showed up? Yeah. Uh, yeah in yeah, the yeah, Pistons yeah. game. Yeah, Alfonso Davies, the rest of Team Canada was there. Um, what's your connection with Alfonso, man? Are you guys, like, are you guys friends? Like, what's, what's going on? How did you guys meet? Wow, we made, uh, we met uh, like five years ago, I think, or oh, four wow. years ago. Um, when he first got to uh, to Germany, um, he played in Wolfsburg. That's like thirty yeah. minutes from my hometown. Um, we watched him play there because he had a hell of a hype. You know, he came from the MLS, and yeah. uh, we was just supporting and uh, watched the game. And then from there on, you know, we got connected. And every summer when I'm in Munich, you know, I get to see him um, getting, you know, dinner, um, talk about life, you know, and um, he's a great guy. Uh, I think he's one of the best guys, you know, in, 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 in soccer as a person and, of course, uh, on the court. And, um, I mean, always, always um, great seeing him. And, um, I mean, I always appreciate that he's, you know, showing love. Yeah. Well, I, I got to ask you then, who, who's quicker between you two? A 100-meter race, who's winning between you and Alfonso Davies? That's a tough one. You guys are both rapid. Yeah, he's 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 uh, he's, he's pretty fast. But um, I'm always counting on me. Yeah. You know that. Like, I always... Okay. But he's, 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 he's up there. It's going to be like a like a real... Uh, it's going to be a race. Yeah. <laughs> we, need to, we need to do that one on the vlog. All right, last one. I was just watching this before going on air, man. You said... So apparently in the Orlando game, the bus got delayed to the arena because four Raptors got stuck in an elevator for like 10 minutes? Yeah, not, not stuck though, but uh, the elevator wasn't working. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Um, All right. We tried to press it for like 10 minutes and the elevator was off. And uh, okay. we couldn't, we couldn't um, go down. It was like on the 16th floor, so we didn't try to take the stairs either. Mm, so yeah. um, we had to wait for like 10 minutes to get down. Um, that's the... That's probably the reason we lost, because we wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Dennis. Uh, we'll see you back uh, at the game tomorrow. Uh, Raptors play Chicago, and uh, we'll talk to you again on the show next week. All right? Perfect, man. Thank you, guys.